You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce alongside of my good pal Jimmy. Unfortunately not uh, joined by Schmitty today. He didn't show up well, kind of like the Chicago Blackhawks in their first three games. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Don't insult Schmitty like that, honestly. He doesn't deserve it. No, the thing is with Schmitty is like he there's actually an excuse for him with the Blackhawks. There's there's no excuses. Yeah. The Blackhawks did it three times in a row with absolutely no excuse. And uh, yeah, like you said, let's get into it. Uh what do you want like wh- where do you want to start with this because there's so much to get to with this like I, we could go i guess game by game i mean yeah let's do it let's, let's do it do like that, that. Yeah. so the first yeah. game it's the first game of the season like obviously <laughs> you get scored on jack johnson on a break but i think it was uh jake mccabe and tyler johnson you let three goals in the first period you lose the game even though nathan mckinnon's on the lineup it's like oh whatever it's it's colorado no, no. it's you, really no. you kind of throw that on the garbage you, but you, going back like i feel like now we can look back and go okay well this team wasn't going to be colorado look how my cat is ripping up my chair nice <laughs> um um you can look back he's and fed go, up okay, with it well, too he's taking it out on your chair honestly dude i would rip apart my chair if i could um but uh yeah i mean i i know we can look back and say okay well this team just wasn't going to be colorado they aren't that good but going to the season like this team on paper is not that bad of a team that's the issue this team like honest like listen I know there could be a bit of uh you know a bit of fan bias here but I'm I don't feel like this team on paper should have that much issue with Colorado I'm not no. saying Colorado was Colorado uh Colorado without Nathan McKinnon by the way like we're talking about like the one guy behind McDavid like I listen I love Austin Matthews He's not at Nathan McKinnon's level. He can't show up in the playoffs. That's why. That's exactly. That's exactly why he's too soft. Um, Soft American. uh, Am I right? No, this team, even if they don't like go neck to neck with Colorado, they shouldn't have been blown out of the water like that out the gate. No, that that cannot happen. And it should not happen. It shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be happening. That's not even me just saying it as a fan. Like this team is 
Like this team is good enough on paper to do to be much better than this. Um, I think, honestly, I think I can begin and end my criticism of them with Jack Johnson scoring a breakaway goal to start off your season. Like, I fell asleep during the first two periods. I didn't even watch Thank the God. game. Thank God I was at Thank work. Thank God. Yeah, the third period was, like, watchable. Like, it was fine. It was whatever. It wasn't. They weren't getting blown out of the water. Uh, and <laughs> Just nothing interesting was really happening. Yeah, I um, yeah, the first thing I saw um, when I woke up was I was Schmitty in our little uh, group text, and I, I believe he said something like, "Yeah, like this game is just like I'm just laughing at this game at this point." And I'm like, and "That's yeah, all you can do, really." Oh like, boy. Yeah. So one might said of me is like, "Yeah, like you lost, but whatever. It's it's one game. It's Colorado Night and Ryan McKinnon, but just." just move on to the next two games and this is where i start getting concerned because new jersey like it just seems like you get worse you let that goal in of course it was dougie hamilton 17 seconds in and they have to start better they said it themselves yeah we gotta start better we gotta start better Listen, and then you go to the pittsburgh through... game and then it's 15 seconds in and you love what four goals in the first 11 or 12 oh minutes like God. that's no 11 minutes it was 11 minutes yeah first 11 uh, also another game i wasn't four. able to watch because i was out hiking with nature which I Good. totally recommend You're after watching doing... the Blackhawks. Overwatching the Blackhawks, I should say. Or just in general. Yeah. Yep. Especially mm-hmm. after the Blackhawks, though. But, yeah, like, the, the fact that they even have a point coming out of this, like, doesn't do justice how bad they've been. Like, yeah, not only they, they should be 0-3-0. No, they should actually be 0-4-0. Like, they should be 0-4-0 in three <laughs> games. Like, they should just have an extra yeah. loss tacked on to it because that's how bad they've been. Dude, yeah, it, it's... <sighs> Listen, I, I've talked about this. I'm, I'm, I've tried very hard the last, I'd say, season or so. I'm trying my best to... Because, like a lot of fans, I'm reactionary. And I, I think... We're that... prisoners of the moment, as one would say. That was a much fancier way of putting what I, I said. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I tried to, you know, like, after Colorado, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's one game. It's not, you know, lose our heads over That's it. what I thought, too. But then, the, the yeah, yeah, like, as soon as you start watching the Pittsburgh and New Jersey games, not that I even watch them, but just, like, watching the highlights, you're like, it would be one thing if they if they lose those games and they're competitive. It's not even really no, that they're competitive. No. Like they're getting no, that, dominated. That Hamilton goal was like for whatever reason. I I was at work. I checked my phone and I saw Hamilton. You know, seventeen seconds in. And I'm like, it just <laughs> seventeen me. seconds. Like, am I right? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it, it just it's exactly what this team has been the last few years. This is this is what they've been. This, this is worse like this is this is giving me it's the same energy as when Colleton first came in and they just had that like remember when they just fell off the face of the earth when he came in this is what like this is that kind of thing where I'd be admire and I'd check my phone and they'd be losing like two three nothing in the first period I'm just like well yeah okay like that's just what that's what you expected and now they have a much much better roster and they're worse. They're playing worse. Like, like I don't coming into the season, Flurry and Lincoln, and that's pretty close to Leonard Crawford, if not equal. The defense yeah. is the best it's been since Colton's been here. The four depth has been the best it's been. Like, what's the excuse now? We've... No, it's the best it's been since maybe like like 2016, 17. You could argue the four depth. It's very, very good. 
it's very fucking good. There's there's no excuse. There's no excuse at this point. Um, and like you said, like it, the New Jersey game, it doesn't. The score does not. The fact that they got a point in that, like it they does can not thank their justice. fucking lucky stars they, that they got a point out of that game somehow, because no, they sure enough. I'm I'm honestly kind of pissed off that they got a point or disappointed. No, I think I think no. pissed off is a little too strong, but no. like I I feel like they shouldn't have. They didn't deserve that point. Like they should have just not gone at all because they're not going to learn anything. Like like I just feel the mentality is like, hey, maybe just push it overtime. You never know what can happen. Like no, no, you need to play a good full sixty minutes, and they have. They've barely done a third of that or a quarter of That's that. That's what's amazing is, you know, you would – it's hard to imagine that they care about the full 60 minutes. Like, I know these guys are athletes, but watching teams like this, it's it, – at what point does this change? Like, what's going on in that locker room? Like, that's I, – I keep thinking about that. Like, what in the – how the fuck does that happen? that many times and how has it been okay it happens once whatever like every that happens to every team but that's two games in a row even three like when was the jack johnson goal it was less than 10 minutes in right yeah five minutes i can't remember you shouldn't be letting up three goals in the first period no matter what no like you should never be doing that no no it's i don't know I, i i i'm honestly i'm at a point where i just don't know what to say about this team besides simply enough you gotta start on time you got to start on time, and that's that's this team's problem because we've seen it, like, I'd say about half – well, and even then, you can't really – it's hard to say that they, like, show up later because, dude, when, these teams are up 4 nothing. Exactly. Like, they, like, they, they were shit. down 3-1. Like, dude, Mike Sullivan's, like, he's, he's doing his job. He's just saying, hey, like, you know, play – like, don't play, you know, too safe, but, you know, like, you don't have to be running and gunning up the ice like you are at the beginning of a game. You're not going to be pushing, pushing. You're just kind of holding down the fort. And, yeah, you, you might let in one, one or two goals. Like, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Like, I can't give this team any credit except for Kirby Doc and Brandon Hagel. They've been fantastic. Yeah. I, man, even Flurry, like, no, Flurry has been was, again. Yeah, like, but it doesn't help that the team in front of him has done oh, jack no, shit all. No, it's like, not on him. No, it, there, there were fans like this drove me nuts. The people who are like, oh, you know, what a waste of seven million. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, this guy just won the Vezina Trophy, and I'm sorry if he's the person you go to blame on this team. Like, you're you're fucking crazy. What the fuck's wrong team, with you? I actually, if see this cult, team man. even showed up half, like if this team even gave half. Of a shit. They have He'd what? Be fine. He'd be fine because he wouldn't be facing all these damn chances, anyways. What do they have? Two five on five goals? Like, where's where's yeah. Kane? Where's the Brinkit? Like, where are these guys? Seriously, seriously. And that's it's the most frustrating part. The Brinkit just came off of that monster season and he looked like, I mean, I can't really fault him. He seems like he's been like playing rather well. He doesn't seem like he doesn't give a shit at all. He doesn't see, yeah, he doesn't seem like he does not give a shit. But you still got to produce, you know, like, I, I guess it, it comes down to that, like, and we're not talking power play goals. Yeah, Kane's got a power play goal. That's not good enough. You need no, we need five no. on five production. Yeah, because they only have what two goals on five on five. Mm-hmm. Kane has, I think, one five on five point, And it was a garbage. Goal. Not good enough. Yeah, it was a, it was a second assist on a garbage time goal. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, again, it's three games, but this is such like we've said this so many times coming into the season, this is such 
a close division like this could come down to where like they're fi- fighting for the final wild card spot and they don't make it in because they just did just did not give a shit these first three games and like we've we, we saw the off of that to yeah. back off of that uh as we podcasters have to say um it's in our legal obligations they, i wish yeah, it was a contract. a contract yeah yeah um, if only we got paid money <laughs> if we've already us and a million blackhawks fans have said it's time like it's time to, to clean house and if and but to your point earlier like if they don't do that soon enough they're gonna fall behind if they don't do this soon enough you're gonna be what oh you know if you lose tomorrow they're gonna lose tomorrow i don't think oh, they're gonna three. win tomorrow yeah exactly no i agree with that there's, no there's, and if they do no if they lose tomorrow their needs we're gonna get into this their needs no, to they need to I'm fire Fulton and bowman I, this is really shitty i hope that they lose tomorrow like i've never like, i'm gonna be at the game tomorrow i don't care you're going tomorrow eh? yeah i oh. don't care for them to win yeah. all right I'm sorry because you know what what lesson are they gonna learn oh well we didn't you know we just, we just stayed complacent whatever like i'm sorry there's no there, you need to get rid of this guy well man you might as well bet on the islanders if you're wasting your tip money on tickets on your favorite team wanting to lose <laughs> <laughs> seriously like no i um it, it's it's funny because i've uh um i've been planning to go to this game for like a month now and now i'm going into it like i don't care I'm happy to be at a Hawks game and I'm happy to be there with, you know, I'm actually going to be there with uh, just be in a hockey game in general, just like the feeling and the atmosphere. I haven't been at the UC since the last game before. uh, No, that's right. Yeah. So so 18 months ago. mm -hmm. So I'm very excited for that. Hey, you know what? I hope it's a good hockey game, but I, I shouldn't say I don't want them to win. I'm always going to want them to win, but I I just like how, Do it. Are, you, how are they going to learn their lesson? If they got if they're going to win, they have to play a full 60. Like you can't just win and like half ass it, you know? Like if they're going to win tomorrow, you have to make play a full 60, you know? Like if they don't, even if like it's a close one, like I still uh, I still think they got to fire coach cuz I I said this in the preview the preview video like the preview podcast whatever uh, that 2018-19 you can't fault fault Colton for that like, he comes in mid-season you're being fired yeah, over coach yeah. Q the best coach in franchise history one of the best coaches not just in hockey but like in professional sports like that's hard to do so I give him it's a pass impossible. there 2019-2020 there's a bunch of injuries I still think he could have done a better job but hey uh, pandemic lockout short or not lockout pandemic short <laughs> season um well and hey they the did something they really at least was not that no, I don't think it's close to what it was now. Yeah, and last <laughs> no, year I think Jeremy Carlton did a good job of bringing a lot of these young players along, like Brandon Hagel. Yeah, but this is now, and it just it doesn't feel like that because we, like you see the interviews, like Patrick Kane. It's like, oh, we we back Jeremy Carlton up, and okay, you say that, but you don't show it on the ice. Like, yeah, that's you know, Carlton gives me. Uh, that the kind of vibe I get from all this is he's a player's coach and okay I'm trying to like how do I put this he seems like it seems like he's cool with all the players right like they all like him but he doesn't know how to really push them it's kind of like a buddy buddy kind of thing you know like oh like I Jeremy we think you know we love this guy but do you do you respect him do you respect does he do does he motivate you to play a full 60 minutes like coach Quinville 
that guy was not a he's a good person coach. but is he a good coach you know like exactly, what's yeah. what's the quote right. with like i don't believe you should abuse your players like mike keenan but like think like scotty oh, bowman like i'm pretty <laughs> sure the quote was with scotty bowman was that you hated him for 364 days a year and then the the one day the 365th day you got your stanley cup ring that's that's fantastic yeah i think i've heard that one yeah yeah i think you even brought that up before oh that's yeah a, in, in, i know i have got even like yeah that's a fantastic quote yeah, and that's what it should be. And you, you don't even have to, like, hate the guy, but you should have someone who pushes you. I think that that's, you know, like, I mean, that was probably from, like, what, the 80s, 90s, you know? That's, yeah, that's a long that's time, that time ago, time. but... Yeah, but the same idea. You you should not see your coach as an equal as somebody you're, like, buddies, buddies with. And I'm not saying I know that they are, but it just, it, everything comes off as if they're cool with him. But like you said, they don't respect them. They're not pushed by him. Seems like they all like him. And like, I don't know what he's like in the locker room, but like you just see it like panning over to Carlton on the bench. They'll be down three nothing. And it just, he seems so calm. And again, I don't know if he's yelling or losing your shit. And I'm not, and I'm not like saying you should fucking scream at someone, but like, I want to see some emotion. And it just seems like you don't see that at Carlton. And you always saw that from Q, uh, Coach Q. He always wore his heart on his sleeve. And I guess literally was, grabbed you know, his nuts. <laughs> he literally grabbed his nuts for the team, dude. Literally, yeah. his, his nuts hang, dude. Um, Talk your shit, King. Let your nuts hang. <laughs> oh my god! Should the podcast name be "Let Your Nuts Hang"? No, it yeah, no. Um, but uh, yeah, I. You know, again, it's and it's not it's not fair of us to compare him to q at all but no these but, but, are, yeah. but that but that passion is what a lot of coaches look at bruce boudreau you know the the uh the famous fucking speech that yeah he had? the barbecue and, yeah, bruce is that what that's what they call him? <laughs> wow the players call him that no uh, that's a name I, like a nickname i saw a bit that's fucking wow i know wow. um but i I mean, his face is red like barbecue, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like again, there's. It's like that gif. It's like where he says the F word, but it's like darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, I think that really sums it up, though, is that Colleton from again, we don't know what it's like in the locker room, no. but even the video. We could be totally off base with this, but this is what we know. Like no, this is what yeah, we, we can only go by what we know. Yeah, we're just a couple of guys sitting in our you know parents' basements, you know, talking about mm-hmm. hockey. We can only give what we know, and for what we've seen, for everyone sees Collins. And again, like again, like I, I was talking to my brother about this. He's a great fucking guy by all means. Like he was, I believe he posted uh, about you know the shit all the wrongdoings towards indigenous people in canada he was actually spreading yeah no i have no doubts he's a great human being like i don't want to person but is he a good coach like right this team this team my favorite hockey team (laughs) this team (laughs) needs to win and is that the guy you can win with i don't think so right now i think jeremy colton he's only what 36 37 i think he's gonna be a great head coach down the line it's not his time i still think he's rushed like again this all falls back to bowman i think both of them should be gone Honestly, like in a perfect world, Jeremy Colleton's a is a like a basically your offensive coordinator. You know, he's and I was thinking about this. Like, if Colleton does get let go, like I feel like Toronto somewhere is an assistant coach and then becomes a head coach. No, I was thinking, I was thinking he goes to Toronto, bees the Marley's Mm -hmm. head coach, and then works his way up. That's what I was thinking. Like, I would, hey, you know what, man, I'd like that because again, I he's a Damn or literally anywhere. Guy. I feel he could be a great AHL head coach, but I, I, like Toronto just came to mind because 
it just seems like yeah i feel like he does have a progress yeah i feel like he has a more progressive mindset he's very young i feel like he kind of fits like the leafs like kind of just at least movement yeah have a youth movement Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like you look at dubas and everything yeah i could definitely see that yeah that'd be nice it's a perfect world but right you know in a perfect world kind of yeah and like i would love that sam bowman like yeah he got flurry for free yeah he got johnson but then you give up way too much for such jones way too much money for such jones again that's been like being a dead horse but not only that like just the off ice stuff like i think he needs he should have been gone like as soon as that report came out i don't care Mm, yeah same with the same with the u.s gm olympic like being the gm of the u.s olympic team but anyways we won't get into that i think both of them if like both of them should be gone i think i don't think we're gonna see one go i think if they get fired i think it's gonna be both it has to be both yeah palatin is his guy if one goes the other goes it's just what it is there's an umbilical cord there um yeah i it's tough because i I mean again uh, another perfect world scenario it'd be great if i go tomorrow when they play a full 60 minutes and they you know play while the yeah i don't want is that likely stam stam bonus yeah they haven't shown they haven't shown otherwise it's not like they like play close games like oh darn we lost by one goal or you know, in overtime and like, Hey, maybe we can get this one. And like, you know, hockey's a fluky sport like that, but they're not even giving themselves a chance to it's win. Like astronomically bad. Like I'm sure if you looked up numbers, I, this has got to be one of the worst starts to a season by this franchise ever. Like it has to be like, you see how many first period Seth Jones, like left? single digits Corsi in the first game expected goals. <laughs> that was Ooh, like boy. I get it, it's one game, but like holy yeah. shit, man! That's you're yeah. again. You're paying. You're gonna be paying this guy seventy six million dollars over eight years, and, and that's why. Like, I, that's why I think he, Bowman he needs to be gone. Player in the ice the next game. Like, yeah, it, it's mind blowing. Um, and he was just all right against Pittsburgh, like which is impressive considering how horrible they were. Like just god awful. Um, but yeah, I know I. Oh my god. It's like there's a, like there's a million different ways to say this, but I it, at the same time I can't think of any because there's just it's like I don't want I don't want Jeremy Carlton to get fired. I don't like people losing their jobs except for Stamble when he can fuck right off. I no, have no, no problem with saying that. No, that's, a, I, that's completely different though. But like about this. Germ, again, I Jeremy Carlton seems like a great guy. I think he's gonna be a great coach. Just is is right now is this moment. I don't think it is. No, definitely not definitely not and i'll say this i i think i was saying this to you in the group chat i'm like okay i'll give them until november november the first i think that's nine or ten games they played and if they're not like mm-hmm. within striking distance well both of them need to be gone called bowman and Colton. but i wonder if rocky words is saying the same thing because that's the only that's the only way that i can imagine he's not pulling the plug on this three games in after those three games i should say saying just saying three games in again it does not it doesn't do justice to how bad they were it was not just three games those were three disaster classes somehow they got like again like if they could be oh three and oh and they could have played like way like let's take a look at let's say like their possession stats are close to 50 you know like they're within striking distance yeah like i have no problem with that close competitive games they're not even trying kicked around and those teams going all right we're just gonna like sit back because we don't need to worry anyways there's no like just why not let's just play safe like or the hawks yeah sure they did end up like you know showing up a little bit later in the game 
congratulations, it was halfway through the game and you only had one or two goals to show. Congratulations, you finally showed up and only took half an hour of the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's funny, Pierce, because this is exactly what the Leafs issue was for so long. Like, I feel like I'm bashing my head in with this until until a little bit after Keith 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 coming Chief in. Keith. Uh, Chief Keith. Chief Keith. Chief Sheldon Keith. Um, two very different people. Um, and uh, oh, it, it took a little while for them to for the Leafs to really get you know into a habit of actually showing up on time once he came in. Uh, but before that, it was with Babcock. Uh, oh, God, we'll get into that. Um, uh, but with Babcock, yeah, it was every single night. It was the same thing. It was they let up a goal or two. And then the second period, they started playing. Okay, yeah, my cat was. <laughs> my cat just wa- <sighs> just came into my room as well. What, what is that Apollo? This is Violet. Oh, Violet. Yeah, I, can, every... I can never tell a difference, you know. She, uh, she loves the basement because that's where she can be alone so wow she is like a blogger am i right hey wow i should name her james myrtle oh jimmy this is your third anti-leafs comment if you don't stop it you will be blocked or whatever whatever. anti-leafs comment on the pj's cast (laughs) you will be blocked yeah no she uh she she loves being down here and uh i just moved back in my parents place a few months ago and so ever since i did she's uh it's really sweet she'll uh like once i come back from work and this it's amazing because she doesn't like people but she loves when she's down here alone with like one or two people she'll wait for me to come back from work it's uh we joke that uh there's about six seven of us in this house we joke that we uh take turns uh owning the pets she is uh very much my cat right now and uh, I'm sure she has a lot to say about the Blackhawks if she could have a voice. So maybe yeah, one day we'll Stevie. get to that, Violet. And maybe that's why God made them only meow because they just know too much about the Blackhawks. They do. They really do. I know Violet wouldn't hire Tortorella or Babcock. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the thing- Jay Fresh Hockey had a tweet today saying the Blackhawks are going to hire Tortorella, aren't they? And that's what I knew that like, all the hockey fans uh, okay. are starting to focus enough to work. And then the next tweet, it's like, back oh, up like no, no, no. You've no. gone too far, buddy. No, the Babcock one was where I was just like, yeah, I got to put that on my That's phone. where I draw the line. Yeah. Do some deep breathing. Just don't think about <laughs> it. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't think about it too much. Anyways. Um, Which we will. And another, the, this is going to kind of transition to the next topic. Uh, so... They call up Mike Hartman. They sent E. Mitchell down. I think it's good that they sent E. Mitchell down. Just give him top pairing minutes in Rockford. Um, I want to play for this shit team right now, dude. Yeah, exactly. Don't dude, ruin his confidence. Not. But you call up Mike Hartman. Like, okay, I think Mike Hartman's like a perfectly good fourth liner. I don't see him much more than that. You shouldn't be putting him on your third line with Borgman to bring it. You should be giving Dylan Strom that time or Adam God. They literally have a fourth yeah. line of Strom, Godet, and Carpenter. Like, get those. Get those guys in there instead. Like, let, like let Mark let Harden play in the AHL. Why is he up here? Sorry, but yeah, no, don't call. Honestly, no, don't call anybody up. They should have just sent Mitchell down and let it be that. Like that's that's at least what I was expecting. That's what I would, you know. I think most hockey fans would say the same thing. Also, um, I didn't know this until um, until uh, after the Avalanche game, like a couple days later. Um, Shout out to uh, Brody at Jones Detractor on Twitter for showing me this. Ian Mitchell had the highest game score out of any Blackhawk during that game. 
against Colorado and then got scratched the next two games for Eric Gustafson. And like we said this, Eric Gustafson, he's fine, but what the hell was he doing on the ice in that? Oh my God. No, on that Jack Hughes goal. Game. Yeah. Oh man. And then, won't like, that too much, but I just need to say that was some of the worst defense by everybody involved. Okay, everyone's ragging on Gus. I'm like, what the fuck is Patrick Kane doing? <laughs> He's literally had his controller disconnect. He's gliding to behind the, oh my God, man. Yeah, it was, it was, that, <laughs> that is, that's, <laughs> That is my cat being a cat. Okay. Well, you're going to, you're going to, you, you lost uh, chair privileges. Um, Your chair but, privilege, uh, privileges have been revoked. Hand them over. Yeah. No, <laughs> I got this. Uh, I, I'm not going to go through the trouble. This is, it, this is your third anti-chair comment. Time to get on. <laughs> this, this is your third anti-chair action. You will be banned from the basement. Um, oh, God. Uh, no, the chair she was ripping up. I had picked up this red. Yeah, uh, I can't show it. I have to move my whole computer and everything. It just be a whole hassle. But um, it was this chair this rich family had outside. You know, like throwing it out for garbage. Oh, the Rockefellers. The Rockefellers. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was actually the Flintstones. Um, <laughs> the Flintstones. Um, uh, throws out the red chair. Have you seen the picture of uh, Kanye and his family um, dressed up as the Flintstones? Yeah, and he's the purple dinosaur, <laughs> Dino. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, that's wow. I don't know how I got there. Um, but I uh, I pick up this chair <laughs> and I bring it home, and like two days later, it's already torn to shreds. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's cats for you. We have we literally have scratching posts like three all over the house, and I just yeah. brought in this red chair, and my cats are like, yeah, that's what we're gonna shit on today. Yeah. it's like you get your pets like a playing toy and it's like and it's literally that meme of like the two cards it's like yeah this one's good but i like this one it's like a piece of plastic <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> sorry hold up uh but thank god my cat does not destroy anything i'm so blessed like i have no, i'm she... sitting on this this like leathered like gaming chair and she has not scratched it at all at least not from what i've seen stevie is as pure as her white fur Yep. She is wonderful. She is. For, um, so let's Dylan Strom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, speaking of uh, torn up, we've already talked about uh, Blackhawks. Let's talk about okay, that's even more about like the whole Hardman situation. They called Hardman up when Strom is right there. He's not playing. Godhead is still not playing. Well, he played last game. He played yeah, last well, couple of games. Oh, my goodness. Shows what a fan you are, Pierce. Ugh, I know. Imagine working a job instead of watching your game. I don't think and going on a hike and... out in Do nature. Do you bleed black and red, Pierce? No, I, yeah, I dude, don't. Listen. It's like, are you a... No, you're not an authentic fan, Pierce. You're <laughs> not an authentic fan. No, I'm not. No, you're not. You're not. It's a shame. Anyways, uh, yeah, Dylan Strom is right fucking there. Dylan Strom, who is one of the like one of the best natural playmakers in the NHL. And yes, I'm I'm not going to act like Dylan Strom is the shit, but he's a great playmaker. He's a perfect middle inject, six player. If and you want that's, to inject life into this team, put him in there. You know, maybe some, like literally it's a J fresh card. Like you want a player that'll help with 5v5 offense for a team that I believe that's only scored there two goals, 5v5. Go. There you go. Yeah. 
And I know um, Wally had uh, mentioned that Colleton, you know, he wants to focus more on, you know, uh, showing up on the defensive side of the game, which sure. Yeah. Um, why don't you do both and play Mitchell instead of, I believe, I believe that's why that's your job. Why, why not put in Strom, who's a very good even strength player and put in Mitchell who was very good in a horrible game for everybody in a game where Seth Jones had a 1.47 and goals expected for goals for whatever the hell it was not good it was very it's a really good thing we traded bad it's a really good thing we traded Adam Bookfist and two first for that thank god it was Stop. just only that you bring that up one more time I'm actually gonna like I know it. I I hate bringing up. I, I it's you know what like, at this point it's yeah the same the people who, who like just believe one thing of Seth Jones is like on oh, this trade is shit let me recycle the same jokes oh Seth Jones is great let me just recycle the old Oh my! Can we just be like, yeah, he had a good game to to recycle jokes and just to say, like, look at how bad this is, and it's frustrating because this happened. That's why this is such an issue. Nobody would care. Like nobody would give a shit if, like, okay, what if they traded like Mitchell in a first? And okay, you signed to seven times seven. That I think we'd be like, ah, come on, like you know, you gotta be better than that. We, you know, it's a whole different thing. But um, yeah, they have, and again, yeah, it, it's great for Mitchell to be down there, and I, I, I think it's better for him to, you know, like it's better chance you're not, you know, that or, there's a good chance he's up here, he's gonna lose confidence playing on this team, and he gets to go to the Ice Hogs who do need some defensive help, so it does make sense in that regard. I understand that part of it too. They want to improve the Ice Hogs, um, but if you really want to improve defense, then play him because he's one of your best options defensively going off of the, his first game. He was fucking fantastic. Um, but again, it's just a one game sample size. Like, yeah, he had, but I think it's better long term. Do you like the two game sample size of Gustafson? <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you want that? No. So like, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. And yeah, like, I'm sorry. Do you think like, is Mike Hardman going to solve your defensive issue? No, sorry, he's not. Yeah, exactly. So why the fuck is he going to play? And again, I like Mike Hardman. I think I'm a little bit higher on him than you might be. I think. I just think fourth liner. Like hey, that's six. fine. I think he can be. I think you can float him around the bottom six when he, you know, if you if he does hit his mark. Um, but again, he's <laughs> that's not going to fix your defensive issues. You know who would be good. On defensive issues, Ryan Carpenter, who is one of whose main attribute is being a good defensive forward. Uh, I apparently he didn't play well in game one. I didn't see it. Sure, no one's complaining about him. Let's being just fresh, scratch so. the whole team if uh, that were the case. That yeah. So I don't know why your first option is to go. Let's get Mike Hardman up here so we can play him. When th- just let the guy play in the AHL. Let him just yeah. let the guy play. And. God. Kind of going back to Seth Jones, like I like Seth Jones and how he's taken accountability for his play. Like the first game, he said he was not good, which at least like he knows, you know, he's not like completely somewhere. He's like, yeah, I thought I was okay. I could be better, you know. But like, he was like, no, I'm not good. You know, and then the second, about this and Duncan, and then, you know, that mindset of, oh, I played great every game. Yeah, and thank God he doesn't have that. Um, and I like I, that of him. And then the second game, I thought he played great, and he's like, I was a little more sharper out there. And like, we need, we need no, that. He didn't like, gas himself up. Yeah, he didn't gas himself up, which is good. I like that, and that's good. Yeah, kind of going back to Jeremy Carlton, like we see, um, we see guys like King coming to bat for him. Like, where's the where's the responsibility like from 
Jeremy Colton, where's him saying, I got to be better as a coach, you know, like, yeah, I'm not seeing thing, any of that. Yeah. I've like, I feel like, much again, if he Carlton, took, a, if he took something some, that I've heard and I've, it's a, uh, it's a criticism I've heard quite a lot and I've never been able to defend it, like defend him on that. He just does not take responsibility for anything. I've never once heard the guy say, yeah, like I've got to be better. Like this, like as a whole, this team has to be better. And I'm part of that. It's the only time that I've, the only times I've heard him put responsibility on someone was when he when, when he fucking literally blamed Jonathan Taves for the fact that he played John Quinville. I, I couldn't believe my fucking ears when I heard that. And th- at that time I was like, yeah, you got to get out of here. Um, and see, like, I'd have no great, problem but... if he's like, yeah, I'm going to be better. We're going to change this up. Like, I'd be fine with that, even with the shitty start. But like, it just seems he doesn't know what the problem is right now. The thing with Carlton is that I don't see self-awareness. No, I, that, you don't like, it's not that. At least not right now. Like, again, that could change. And again, we we don't know what's happening in the room, but from everything we've seen, has he ever shown any sign of self-awareness of like, like, I hope that somebody hears us and like pulls something up because like, you know, maybe they remember something, you know, that we don't um, because I, I'm not going to go and try to find tweets and articles and and shit of that because it would be a long time ago because I, I don't know, I've never heard it from him. I can't remember a single time where he was taking responsibility for quite anything. And I don't know. You look at the like, you watch the uh, All or Nothing uh, the documentary, right? Like all the episodes. I haven't seen that. No. Oh, you haven't. No, so, haven't like watching that just gave me a whole di- different perspective on Sheldon Keith. Like I didn't really know too much of him, kind of going into that, but he seemed to know what the problem was. Like he knew that that team was good, had so much talent, but like he knew what the problem was and it was between their heads. And like, I, after watching that, I cannot blame him at all. Like he, like even in games that they were, they were winning, but not good enough. Like he would say like, no, that's not good enough. And then when they played in games that, that were good and maybe they lost or whatever, he's like, okay, that's good. Like we got to keep playing like that. If we keep playing like that again, like trust the process kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I'd feel like we don't get that kind of thing from Jeremy Colton, you know? Um, yeah. And again, like, people handle situations in different ways but like i just feel like being so stoic um, on the bench at least listen, from what i see listen. like i don't know man <laughs> different people handle different situations differently but he is not handling in a way that's helping the situation exactly yeah so it needs to be fucking different it's not working so and i'm not saying doing? fucking scream at the players like show some emotion like act like you care because it just again we don't well you, we gotta preface this every time it's like we don't know what goes on in the locker room but like if he did do it in, like if he did do in the locker room don't you think it'd like at least translate a little bit like it just there's a difference between emotionally abusing players and yelling because you're just you want to fucking win and you know that your boys needs to be better and can do better you're it's an entire fucking team you're not trying to emotionally fuck them up you're like trying to get through to them oh yeah it's yeah. like and listen these are um, these are athletes these guys aren't i'm not saying that you know athletes can, you know they have you know mental health as well everyone has mental health um, this past year and a half has shown us anything but they these do. athletes like these are tough motherfuckers man they made they there's a reason why they got the to the nhl they're the reason guys, why they're at the one percent of the dude, like these guys fucking yell each other all the time why can't you need your coach to do that too? And I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think we're kind of spinning in circles with this. And I, again, there's just, 
our questions can't really be answered, unfortunately. No, but no, I guess we're gonna find out. The and bottom line is that like something needs to. And this change. whole franchise is spinning in fucking circles. Like that's why no, I think Bowman needs to be gone. I think that's why that's why we end up in this spot. Yeah. Because what what else is there to do besides spin your wheels on this? Because it's, I just it's hard want to really find any concrete like. It's hard to find any solid answer or just how do I say I want this, this team any, I want this anything. team to like I want this team to have a clear direction like last year like had they say they kept the rebuild and didn't trade for Seth Jones like I would have been perfectly fine had they kept Colton but like now that they want to win he, it, like I don't think Colton's the guy like you got to get rid of him and find a guy that wants to win like I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of recycling old coaches I don't think Tortorella or Babcock's a good choice yeah. but like Bruce Boudreaux look at those guy that guy's winning percentage like yeah he probably won't win you a cup but like he'll it's a very good chance he'll get to the playoffs. You don't need a fucking cup right now. No. You don't need to win a cup. You got you need a guy who can just get you into the fucking playoffs. And make you a competent team. Yeah. Take them in the right direction. This is a team that can be this can be a playoff team. I do too. Like I don't think they're a great team. Like I don't I don't think they're like a divisional playoffs card, but like I definitely think they can fight for a wild card spot. And I remember talking talking them up like the last episode. Like I'm like I, I'm still skeptical. I don't think they make it, but I'm like okay, reluctantly I'll put it five. But even like if they don't make it, they're still going to be like only a couple points out. Let me put it this way: this is a playoff roster, in my opinion. It's not a playoff team. Yeah, that's, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. So on that note, uh, what do we have next, uh, my <laughs> good host? So something uh, less depressing, hopefully. Let's get on to extensions, like. Yes. Like changes, like again, it's three games in, but if they lose this next game, there's got to be changes. Front office and the coaching. Yes. There has to be. Like by by their logic, I know they don't follow it all the time, but like if they want to win, then Colton's not your guy and Bowman's not your guy. Absolutely. Even though he did make those moves, like I think he should just be gone for other reasons. But, anyways, before <laughs> before we just keep going oh, on and on about that, um, let's get on to the extensions then. So, uh, first one, Matthias Ekholm. Like, mm-hmm. what is Nashville doing? <laughs> They trade this guy. The deadline. They yeah. better be ready to move him at the deadline. They should have traded him last I guess year. You're keeping the asset? No, they should have traded him last year. Hundred percent. Like I don't know if there was a concrete deal on the table, but they should have. They're not they a good team, man. Like, they should have found, dude. They should have found one because you can find one for a guy like Matias Echol. He's one of the best defensive defensemen in the NHL. You can get a deal for him. You can get a damn good concrete deal. And yeah, it's only four years, but like. Just trade them. Like you're not a good team. I guess they're just. I guess they're containing the asset. I mean, you know, would you rather just you know wait? Would you rather wait till free agency though? You know, and like, would you want to get close to that? And then you don't know if you're gonna lose him for nothing. I mean, I guess it's you know, and what is he getting? About six mil? Is it? Yeah, six point two five for four years, which honestly isn't that bad. But I just feel fantastic, fantastic deal. I don't know. I just not gonna lie. I just feel like they're they should be rebuilding. I don't think they're that good. No, they should be. No, there's no question. Like you be. traded Ryan Ellis. <laughs> you traded Victor no, Arvidsson. Ryan Ellis yeah. and try to be like try to be competitive. Right. No, it's especially in that tell. division. Speaking of teams that it's hard to tell, hard to get a gauge on um, where they're going, what their direction is. Yeah, Nashville. Oh no 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 no! no I actually have the answer to this. Um, hold up. Go on because I'm going to find you a very a fantastic quote. 
okay like this is amazing just give me just give you know cover some airtime for the year um the next one was brady kachuk to ottawa seven years 57.5 which is a little over 8.2 and change um i think it's quite a bit for now but i think hopefully once in the coming years ottawa becomes a better team the cap goes up all that stuff because of the tv deal <laughs> i found it that, that contract found will be better it. anyways what is it <laughs> According to David Poyle, and this is uh, from back in, this would be in July. Um, 2021. I, I was talking to a uh, good buddy, uh, House Cats, uh, um, from the Nashville fan base. Uh, genuinely one of the funniest fucking guys on hockey Twitter. Uh, please go follow him again, at House Cats NSH. Um, he informed me that, because uh, I was uh, just, you know, Asking, you know, what do you think the Preds are going to do? Da, 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 like, why are they doing X, Y, Z? Um, and uh, I said, this doesn't make any sense. He says, yeah, not a rebuild. He says, a competitive rebuild. And I go, um, a retooling. And he goes, no, competitive rebuild. And I'm like, I just don't know what that means. Please explain. Those were the words of David Poyle, general manager of the Nashville Predators. It's going to be a competitive rebuild. <laughs> The only thing that's going to keep you competitive is UC service. <laughs> and Roman Yossi. And Roman Yossi, yeah. But, and, again, who uh, the hell no, else Matt is on Duchesne. that team? No. And Ryan Johansson. And, yeah. I'm just kidding. You know, Matt Duchesne's actually – okay, okay. I've ragged on him. He's actually a pretty – he's a damn good player. I just don't know what the hell's going on. They're, they they just want him to be the centerpiece of that team, and he's not. He never should be. be. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Ryan Johansson is, though. He's the one C on that team. That's why they traded the elite defenseman Seth Jones. That's right. So I love fucking Columbus. Like just that whole trade tree. You trade Johansson for Jones, and then you get a couple good years out of him, and then you trade him for Boakfist, and then two firsts. Yeah, they, which, they, one of which is already on your team. Dude, that's actually a great. What a great trade tree for them, though. Honestly, you get a few decent years out of Seth Jones when he was actually playing well, and then you flip him for like a, one of the biggest futures in the NHL. That's fucking amazing. Uh, I want to pull up um, an incredible stat for you, uh, for the listeners here. Uh, speaking of Columbus, so um, in their first game of the year, Played the uh, Arizona, Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes. They won eight to two. Yeah, they, I saw. Wow. It. Hey, a dominant, you, convincing. You win. ate to see it. No. Um, <laughs> wow, you hate to see that, that one, folks. That is the podcast name. Um, uh, you think why would a dominating performance? They were outshot 26-38 by the 2020-2021 Arizona Coyotes. Wait, Arizona the shots were 38-26 for Arizona. For Arizona. What as the they lost Carter Hutton. To eight. Carter Hutton is... Yep. He's a goalie in the NHL. Um, I can tell you former that. Former Blackhawk, sure. I believe. Yeah, for like Rocker. one game. Literally one game. Literally one game. I'm pretty sure it was the, year, it was the 2013 year as well. It was the last game against the St. Louis Blues. I believe the only goal was scored by... Uh, it was either Brandon Peary or Jimmy Hayes. It was one of the youngsters. No, rest in peace. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. Broadway. Um, Broadway. Next one, Ryan Pulock. Uh, eight years, 6.15 per. Wow, wow. That's a lengthy extension, but uh, 
Damn, I don't know. How to Dude, feel about they're that. they're in win now mode and it's cheap, so like, uh, I got I don't really yeah. have a problem with it. Well, no, I love Ryan Pollock. I just uh, wow, <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot of term for what is this his first contract after his after his entry level? Um, I think it was his ELC. Then I think he signed a tier. He had, no, he had to have a bridge deal. Yeah, he had to have a let me deal. check. On yeah, it no, here. you'd have to have. Yeah, he'd have to. He'd have to. But uh, still, let me check. still, I just think that's a. Our good I just pal didn't pal know Ryan Pollock. Pollock was an eight-year contract player, but this is also the guy who signed it. Yeah, so the interesting thing with Ryan Pollock is that he had like five years where like his ELC slide slid, and then he had a two-year contract in 2018, where he signed for two-year, two million per. Then he signed another two-year contract till the end of 2022, which is $5 million per, and then he signed his eight-year extension, which How includes a no-trade clause for the first five years and then a modified no-trade clause for the last three. And his age, he just turned 27 uh, 12 days ago. Um, I mean, he's not – he isn't too physical of a defenseman, is he? God, I don't I know. I feel dumb that I don't know that. Um, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. Well, it's gonna—he's gonna be—he's gonna be like Seth Jones. He's gonna be thirty-five at the end of that contract. Which, by the way, they won the same draft class. I mean, I—I I feel like six. If it was six years, that just kind of lightened. You're like, okay, well, like this is you know one of our big pieces. It's a top, you know, top four defenseman. Um, you like him six years? That makes complete sense. Eight though, I D. I. I mean, at least the last three are you know modified. Uh, no trade clause, which I wish there was more of that in the NHL. It seems like there's much, feels like there's more, uh, like, well, no, what am I talking about? I'm a Blackhawks fan. I'm, I'm just used to no trade clauses throughout <laughs> everything. That's literally why I'm like, oh, wow, good job. You did a, you did a good thing with a no trade clause. I'm not used to that. Good on you, Lou Lamarilla. Um, But okay. Yeah. The AAV is fantastic. I mean, the, you know what, by the end of that contract, that that's six mil is not going to mean anything. No, so, I, don't, I don't think it's no, a bad contract. You know what? Yeah, I think during this entire talk, like, I've just kind of warmed up on it. Like, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Again, like, they're they're winning. Like you said, they're in win-now mode. They're they're having success. Honestly, go for it. I don't think it's going to, like, bite them in the ass long-term. He just signed for less than Seabrook did in 2015. So <laughs> can I really can I really insult that? No. Speaking I, of Blackhawks defenseman being way overpaid, this defenseman – Signed for the oh, same amount as Seth Jones. Charlie McAvoy signed an eight-year, $76 million extension, which we're all too familiar with, 9.5 per. He's underpaid. Worth every penny. Worth, yeah, say worth every penny. I um, think he's worth at least 10. Hang on, I just got to let my cat out. Go ahead. So uh, this is your host, uh, Jimmy. Um, and uh, today I'm with my uh, good pal, Pierce. Uh What's going on, Pierce? Did you start the whole podcast again? I did. I actually did oh, this in wow. the second uh, chapter of the podcast. Oh, wow. Episode now two, the, now the Charlie McAvoy. The JP's cast. Yeah, I actually moved up to the front. Now I'm the host for the second half. So uh, welcome to the JP's cast here. Um, it is your boy, Jimbo. Actually, uh, Jim Jambalan, 1960. Join Xbox. Add me. Jimbotron. <laughs> Neutron. Jimbotron. 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 That's a good one. I like that. I'll make that my ad. <laughs> i'm gonna make that your name for my my contact list now anyways charlie mcavoy underpaid i don't care what you say and i Intensely. believe 
should be in the running for the Norris every single year, but he isn't score a million points. So no, he can't do that. No, that wouldn't make that wouldn't that wouldn't line up with all the uh, with all the last uh, million uh, Norrises they handed out for simply points. Except Adam Fox, Adam Fox. Is Fuck, actually, Jimbotron's yeah. taken. Of course it is. Fuck. The whole podcast is ruined. Ended right now. So wow, fuck you, Jack. So guess what age he'll be when the contract is up? Thirty. Thirty-two. That's sexy. That's a damn. That's such a good contract, Don Sweeney. Man, I have man talk about warming up to something. Uh, you had Don Sweeney. Man, he's actually done. A, he's done a great job with that team. They just they just run into the Tampa Bay Lightning every year. Yeah, it so couldn't be uh, we could the Blackhawks. Blackhawks would never have that problem in the playoffs. Am I right? Am I right? Oh yeah, yeah, because they're one and zero against the Lightning. Yeah. yeah. That's that's uh imagine losing in the Stanley Cup final to the Tampa wow. Bay Lightning haha <laughs> at Calgary haha <laughs> Dallas haha <laughs> Montreal <laughs> losers <laughs> yeah Jinx, you owe me a soda <laughs> yeah <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning Nikita Kucherov of, uh, shut the fuck up hey, we didn't get to Whoa. Brady Kachuk's deal yeah Here's... I did you were just talking so oh. Oh, you can. Uh, all I said I was like, talk more about it. Fine, I talk, talk about, about it. I love Brady Kachuk. Come on, we need more Brady Kachuks in the game, honestly. We really do. He just seems like a fun fella that I'd Kachuk have a beer with. Not, he does some shitty things, but he doesn't headhunt. He doesn't really put people. He doesn't put careers at risk. But he's, he's not. He's certainly no Rafi Torres. No, he's certainly no or Rafi Matt Cook. Torres. He's Matt Cook, Tom Wilson. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think so it's a bit. I, I think I already said it, like seven years, eight point two million and change. Like it's fifty seven point five over seven years. Yeah. It's a little bit of an overpayment now, but what he means for that franchise term. off the ice, and once that cap goes up and they start becoming a winning team, I think that's gonna be just fine. Yeah. Hopefully, when Pierre Dorian and Pierre Maguire host the cup together, it's gonna be so hot. Oh my god. Yeah, when you, <laughs> could you imagine if like Brady Kachuk's the captain? It's like we're gonna pass it to this veteran who hasn't played in forever. Joe Thornton is fifty years old, and then Pierre Maguire comes out on the ice. Can you believe it? I can because I joined the front office. And then, yeah. Oh my goodness, Joe Thornton, fifty years old, one of the oldest players ever playing in the NHL. Born out of a was he born in Saskatchewan, Canada? Everyone was born in Ontario. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow, that's why he's so soft. Yeah. That's why he can't win the big games. He's got that Maple Leafs mentality. That's why he Is lost he... the puck so easily in a puck race with uh, Paul Byron in game. Yeah, he's from St. Thomas, yeah. Ontario. Anyways. <laughs> so Nikita... December is 2021. It's going to be 2022 in less than three months. It's like two and a half oh, months. It's going to be it's gonna be Christmas in two months. Explicit podcast. Um, yeah, I... Mm. These are made up years. Twenty twenty two is not years real. Years are made. Up. No, all years are made up, dude. It's all no, up. but I feel like as soon as I, I've been getting older, I'm like, you see these trades. It's like twenty twenty four second round pick. The that kid, the kid who will be drafted with that pick will be born two thousand six. I'm like, that is not. No, that's not real. Ah, jeez. Wow. And I'm pretty sure. 
I want to I bring this up because Luke Prokop got traded to the Edmonton Oil Kings. I'm pretty sure there was a 2024 pick involved in that trade. And the thing with the WHL draft, it's 15 years old, 15 year olds. So 2024 would mean that would be a kid born in 2009. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. What the fuck? That's you know? nuts. In, in the NHL year, the NHL's draft year that year, it's going to be kids who are younger than my now 16 year old brother i know my brother is also 16 you know like jesus well that's our uh have you seen have you you seen do you feel old segment jesus yeah have you seen the meme it's like uh, yeah i'm 13 years old and like okay that's cool and it's like oh i'm born 2008 i'm like this is no no (laughs) what the fuck what the fuck (laughs) yeah that's not no not now yeah not at all Actually, not ever. God, dude, we we're old as fuck, dude. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just twenty. You just turned twenty-one. I just turned twenty-one. Yeah. Well, you can finally drink, dude. This I know. Awesome. I know. This stupid country wow, will dude. let me drink, man. At, at age in eighteen, nineteen, twenty, it's so stupid. Anyways. Oh, I know. I can't believe that your country doesn't let you drink until twenty-one. That's just ridiculous. It kind of, you know, honestly, you know, it it just seems like, uh, you know, maybe uh, they should lower that, you know, and just kind of, you know. Hey, but I can own a gun, but I can't eat a Kinder Egg. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, wow, wanting to put a gun to my head. Um, Whoa, the right. Tampa Bay Lightning are going to circumvent the cap once again. Jack Eichel, baby. Woo! Without even trying. Without even trying. Like, I'm sorry. I'm done with all. Like, okay. I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning as much as the next person. Stop it with the conspiracy bullshit. They did not do this on purpose. You do not injure. You don't injure one of the on best. Purpose. Yeah. You don't injure one of the best players in the game. But that being said, if he comes back again at playoff time, convenient right for playoff time, and he, they circumnavigate, there's got to be consequences. Like there, no, there already should have been, then, but mm-hmm. there has to be yeah. consequences. The uh, and listen, I know there's the yeah, it's the NHL. The NHL needs to fix their problem, which is allowing team. And like I know, yeah, the Hawks did it in 2015. Yeah, like honestly, I think that was yeah. They shouldn't have been able to do that. I agree with that. I think it's, I think it's honestly like it, it happened. It, I mean, I'm not as bothered by it because it was much less drastic than um the whole Kucherov thing. But like, man, like still, I still don't think it should happen in 2015. I don't think it should happen at all. No, I, I still and think it shouldn't have happened in 2015. Definitely, dude. I'm sorry. If Kucherov comes back just in time for the playoffs, really? Yeah. If that happens again, then no fan has no fan should be given shit for being mad at the Lightning. I know I'm thinking ahead. I might be borrowing trouble. I'm just saying because. Wait. Side note. Good I hope it happens. There's a good I hope Kucherov is okay. And like, I don't even blame the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, why the oh, fuck yeah. would you not do that? That's again. That falls on the NHL. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, no. I, I shouldn't be. My, I, you're you're right. It's not the yeah. Lightning. Kucherov can come back for the playoffs, but there's got to be cap consequences. I'm just, if like they make team. a trade, yeah, I'm sick of that damn team. It's it's them in the nights, man. There's just that little, there's just that spoiled child kind of just like attitude to them that I can't get over. And yeah, I'm a bitter old man. Yes, tell me that you're not wrong. Um, but, I feel you, Jimmy, yeah. being a 21 year old now. Dude, we're so old, dude. I know. Facial hair. That's not right. Dude. We're old. I know. In a retirement home. Um, Surprised I haven't got some gray hairs in there. What the I'm fuck overweight. Oh man, like geez. No. <laughs> oh dude, I know. I'm like I gained like 30 pounds this year, dude, because I'm old as fuck, dude. 
it's because it's it's that's what happens to when you're old you just you get you just get big that's what happens actually yeah like actually what uh it's actually how instead of growing fun. up this way you grow this way yeah i don't want to think about this <laughs> this this episode is like uh existential crisis this is group therapy in a i thought way. every episode was kind of is honestly this is just more than usual um 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 what the fuck happened to kucherov though like um i I keep watching it and i keep that's where i i i I guess that's why people are like getting all kind of skeptical about it like "Hmm, hmm." but then then you think about it okay then just put him on ltir like then just say he was injured between games like why go through all the you know why go through all the trouble of like of that like it, it's just silly it's silly but yeah i've i've been watching it and i still don't know what the hell happened. one i hope clearly he's okay was, and again you know, two. seriously yeah, yeah like it he clearly was in a lot of pain like i i just i'm just confused as to what the hell happened to him but obviously this was bad enough to be a long time so it wasn't nothing i just, just hope he gets back in time so that way they can't circumnavigate the cap again because there's got there's seriously got to be quick consequences they do this two years in a row dude the best thing is right away when people brought back the uh the meme of uh franklin goes on lcir to circumvent <laughs> the cap <laughs> one of the best memes in all of hockey twitter and hockey twitter's got some bangers for sure it's just oh my god if you haven't seen it please try to find it it's fucking hilarious <laughs> um <laughs> um let's go on to something two two big moments for women's sports women's history and sports first off katie gay becomes the first female referee in professional hockey um she's a referee not a linesman correct i'm really yeah, sorry i've not the been HL. in the loop on that yeah um i only know the headline but the, the headline enough is fucking awesome good for katie good for the sport um seriously congratulations to her that's fucking awesome uh hopefully hopefully this is not uh this process does not take a long time um in terms of i uh, you know hopefully this like, isn't the last oh, of the news we get of it yeah sorry like i'm, I'm like stumbling on my words but hopefully uh we don't it doesn't take too long before we see another you know woman i uh, refereeing a game in the uh, no there probably line. we might even see some by the end of the end of the year in the nhl because we've seen some uh women referees in the whl the ohl i, I feel bad that i forget their names but oh, hopefully we get more of that in the nhl and there probably yeah, will be by the end of the year and uh well, this one I, I feel uh, I feel kind of guilty because I didn't follow it, and I really just I, I didn't really either. But guy, I just thought I would bring it to light no, because it's awesome. Big for we the need city. to bring we need to highlight women being awesome more. Being awesome, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is that is such a you way to say that. That was incredibly wholesome. Aww. But no, we do need to highlight women being awesome more. We really do. We need to highlight this in in for us. It's sports. This is our thing. It's sports. And yeah, Chicago Sky win, uh, I believe, their first NBA WNBA, WNBA championship. championship. Yeah, over the yeah. Phoenix. I forget. See, the like Phoenix a, Suns. Wow, they, the that's Fe- actually wow. crazy. They uh, they said uh, loser. They said uh, loser plays the Suns or loser plays WNBA. The Phoenix Mercury. <laughs> I was right. I was just like Chris Paul lost twice. Wow. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's yeah, fucking awesome. Um, and I don't even have to watch the game to have said that at least I feel like the fact that we've got um, a championship in Chicago and professional sports. Good. Awesome. 
that's great and it's fucking awesome that it happened to be in women's sports and uh yeah shit um hope they go for another i guess that's all i can say i feel i feel like the uh like you know when they bring in like the mayor of a town to like celebrate a team and you know they haven't watched any any oh it's like so have you ever seen the bill clinton thing or i think it was the red wings going to the white house after they won one of those years that they won back to back and then he's going through like the players on the team it's like oh steve yazerman oh my god oh my god that's basically I, what it I is. I will try to see if I can find that. The first thing that comes to mind for me is when Rahm Emanuel, who was an <laughs> infamous mayor of Chicago, uh, referred to um, Anti Naimi during the uh, 2010 Cup run. Anti Naimi, oh my god! Yeah, that was uh, that was like it's one of those things I don't know if many uh, Chicago fans remember because you know Twitter wasn't as big at the time. Um, but yeah, that was uh, for Blackhawks fans at the time. That was a uh, was a good joke going around for a little bit. Let's see, Bill Clinton, Steve. It's like I put an S T E and it's the first option. <laughs> of course right. it is. Let's pull this up. Come on, please. Just no no no. Anyways, uh, in the find... NHL. Uh, the I can't was... find like a short clip of it. What a shame. Mm. Go ahead. I'll have to try to find it. So before we started the podcast, I'm pretty sure it was two one Arizona. I guess what the score is now. Seven two. Oh, here you got one right at seven to four for St. Louis. Wow! Holy hell! Uh, six to four. Wait, no, I'm guessing they scored an empty netter or something because I'm still getting six four. Uh, no, it's just straight up seven oh, four. Man. Yeah, no, you you definitely have the the right score. Mine's just I'm on the NHL app, so don't expect me to. Have That's the funny. Right I'm one. on the NHL app too. What? The fuck? Maybe it's just better yeah. in Canada. Yeah, that is, it's because of hockey. It's yeah, because yeah, hockey on the ESPN app. It's seven four. Wow, because it's the American. Because ESPN's American, dude. Wow, I see the uh, the NHL app is. Bro, then why is it wonderful. the English? The Eng the the. How come it's not ASPN? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I just got off my shift. I fucked up my words. You get a pass. Um, oh well, uh, you know what? I want to like, just looking at the scores today. Um. Holy shit, the Kraken uh, laid an egg. Yeah, they <laughs> won God. against Nashville, I think. And then it's like, hmm. No, downhill. Who did they play? I believe they played. I think that's all the they, Blue Jackets. They oh, did they? Yeah, Line A just ripped the house. Oh, yeah, that's right. OT. Yeah. That's right. But, uh, yeah, my God. Columbus was um, 2-0, by the way. Yeah, that's that's weird. But um, I mean, they also have played the Coyotes and the Kraken. Yeah, Buffalo team literally playing its third game. <laughs> so I guess like literally one of the worst rosters we've seen in a minute, and then this a team's literal third game ever. So in my opinion, a Mickey Mouse two and O team. So wow, just fuck, like fuck the, them, the Toronto Maple Leafs in last year's division. Am I right, everyone here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mickey Mouse division with a Mickey Mouse player, Austin Matthews. Yeah, and Connor makes secondary assist. Not Mitch Meyer is a Mickey Mouse player because he looks like he goes. What are you talking about? Year. He has one point in four games. How do you call that a Mickey Mouse player? It's not like he's making eleven million. Like, <laughs> anyways, dude, it's so. I feel like I have to just keep 
railing on Mitch Marner for forever because it's there, oh it, I want to bring this up. Seth Jones and Mitch Marner had the same around same amount of career playoff goals, and I think Mitch Marner only has one more point than Seth Jones in the playoff career, and I'm pretty sure like Seth Jones has only played five more games, so it's not like it's a substantial difference. Oh my god! Just thought I'd end it on that. So, anyways, I gotta get up at work for six tomorrow. It's ten thirty-five where I am right now, so uh, it'll be up probably by then. So, enjoy your uh, your Tuesday, and uh, hopefully, it's a Blackhawks win. And if not, then uh, Jeremy calls in Stambul. Oh, yeah, hopefully a Blackhawks win. And if it's hopefully Blackhawks something changes. Eight. Yes, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the play. They're losing streak or their personnel. Or hopefully, yes, yes. Completely hey, right. why not both? Why not? Why not? Why not? Because the front office is not smart enough to do that. That's true. That's yes. that's a very good point. Anyways, yeah. uh, enjoy your Tuesday, y'all. Peace out.